Mm-hmm. It ain't about like they don't give a fuck about whether or not these girls are successful. All they care about is entertainment value, man. I, I was sitting up here watching some fucking uh WNBA clips. They went up, man, about 99 layups. layups That's what you're gonna by. see for now. Like I said, like we yeah. said before, until there's an evolution of that. That's all you're gonna see. And, and it's gotta be by design. Of the rim or or they don't want that. The hoopers getting smaller, taller. A smaller ball. Now they were like, "No, nah, we don't want that. We want the we want it the same way you guys got it." Okay, well, that means you got to work your ass off. Yeah, it's gonna be dry because you know it's it's not even and you know and it, it's it sucks to say it, but it's it's just science. You can't really ever work hard enough. That's the problem. <laughs> That's why me I feel like all of us when we were speaking on it at different times, literally each one of us at some point advocated like, man, it would probably make the game more interesting if they had a smaller ball or if the rim was low or something to, it's kind of like expecting, oh, I don't want to say this, but it's like when little, little kids are playing baseball, well, they start with T-ball, they put the shit on the t- Like, look, you not a guy I'm if not gonna. I'm not gonna. It, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying it is to that extent, but it's just make it to where your physical ability can match the, the match the the sport. You know, instead yeah. of trying to like reach for something that's not even really possible, and the best you could get is like really very dry dunks. And on top of that, bro, stretching their whole entire being just to get their hand in the rim, even when they tall as hell. The <laughs> NBA, and be like, the NBA, um, and I just use the NBA. I could talk to use. I could use uh, Major League Baseball in the same way. I could use football and hockey in the same way. But like the NBA has been establishing storylines and structure in a way where it kind of like set a rivalries, and you have like uh. You know, they they give nicknames to players and shit like that to kind of like to ride the 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 wave of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you didn't, if you couldn't associate something with that type of branding, it's kind of hard to follow it. So you have like the the Air Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He was Michael Jordan, but mm-hmm. they put the air on it. You know what I'm saying? They put the air. On, you know what I'm saying? Magic Johnson. You know what I'm saying? These names kind of make them larger than life. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get the King James or you get Mamba. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get the the the, the answer. But you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Uh Shaq. Shaq Diesel. You know, it, like, these names kind of add the add color. Right, wrestling. It's like wrestling. Yeah, it's like wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the team rivalries come in where you see like these teams going back and forth. They're going hard to try to achieve this but one. That's script goal. Right. But mm-hmm. but this is what I'm saying though. This will go back to what I was saying at first though. Like the WNBA lacks all of that. It lacks mm. all of that. They think they just think it's all about pure hooping. No, no entertainment is all about pure yeah. anything. They, it literally pure, needs pure acting them. is boring. Pure for acting them, is boring for them. Currently, the, it's about just it's about hooping because well, there's enough excitement to. But dude, it's but been like almost the thing, thirty they years need to add it now. Like yeah, it's almost it's been almost thirty saying. years. <laughs> Like, what are y'all yeah, doing? They need to be Twitter wars and needs to be chicks talking They need to be about, talking shit online. Weak as hell. I'm going to cross your ass up. We play, like, how the dudes kind of be and talking shit. Like, yeah. and, and I feel like because, you know. The young ladies in college that, that were trying to do it for oh, LSU. Oh, 
they oh, were see doing what it, happens. but then they but told them, they said, oh, no, no, we don't want them doing that. They, you know, that's, that's, but they, see what they have criminal behavior. It's whack though, because like literally Angel Reese and uh, Caitlyn, whatever, she's good. The white girl, she's really, really good. She's she nice. doing this, the mother, like they always, I like that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't see nothing, pro- but because in this, in, okay, and women are going to like this part because this is what you can see is the patriarchy in a sense for them because them behaving in a sport to make it interesting because if you think about it everything that six just said they were doing at the college level it brought interest to all of that so when they tried to do it they were villainized for immediately and especially because it was a black girl doing because that was what fucked it up more when it was just the other one kind of doing it nobody said as much or anything it was okay and then as soon as the black girls start doing their back and talking back like they're doing the league, that happened all the time in the NBA. Like that literally could have, you could have replaced them with men and do the same mannerisms and we would have thought that was an NBA game. Everything that happened between them. You know, so. I just it, think it's, that it's also the, the parts of that machine, they aren't working well. They are also outdated mm-hmm. because even with Allen yep. Iverson having tattoos and and, and the the short, but they didn't take advantage of it. They, they, they made him. They made that. him. They made him wear a sleeve to cover the tattoos, the cornrows, and everything. They were late to the party. Even now, where they can smoke weed, it was them wanting to. They didn't want to let go of control. Mm-hmm. So with the with the with the women, there needs to be some of that in the college game as well as the as the WNBA on a professional side, but. I don't want to get into this whole women and men thing because that happens too often and it comes across entirely wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Man, how y'all doing? Good, Good job, man. Bro. How you doing, brother? I'm all right. Um, third, second episode today, I think. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. well, who did you record with earlier? It'll come out very soon. Uh, So, okay. Um, okay. yeah, just working. Uh, Just trying to gear up to get back in into the mode of Doing this a little bit more often. Uh, I was helping a, another young man with his with his podcast as well. So uh, it's a group nice. of them. Oh, okay. it, 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 it's it, it's going to turn out dope. They got to get everything together. Uh, get mm-hmm. their cameras. I got to get. I got to probably got to give me some cameras and a laptop as well. But mm-hmm. um, just staying staying in the ground mode, man. Staying in ground mode, working, trying to create shit. I like that shirt you got on, man. That's a dope little shirt. Yeah, man, it's whack ass shirt. Um, it's <laughs> it's been peeling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, but this is Architects of Mars right here, 1996. What were the three y'all, you guys three favorite albums from that from that year? Shit, uh, AT Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, probably Reasonable Doubt. And um, probably it was written. Some of it is looking back with a lens of listening to it over the years, too. I think in that moment, it might not even. I know it's aliens in, in that moment of those years. Probably, um, shit, there was so many records that came out. I did the shirt and can't even remember all the records that came out. Now I'm trying to think because we, we used to get hit in the head on Tuesday. Like, you couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the record store and buy one record because it's only one thing out. It was like five joints that came out every week. 
<laughs> Especially yeah. in them years. That's true. Um, yeah. I think for me, it would have probably been AT Aliens, uh, Machiavelli, mm -hmm. and uh, try to think what else came out that year. Was, I don't know what was I bumping back then, man. Cause I don't think I don't think Black Star came out to ninety seven. Yeah, late ninety seven, ninety eight. Probably I just probably say reasonable doubt. Those would be the top three that I was really bumping at the time. What about you, Matt? Did that dog pound album come out then? I think that came out in ninety five. Ninety five, yep. Yeah. I was gonna say that, but if it's if it's not that it would be AT Aliens, uh Machiavelli to Don. I know a lot of dope albums came out that year. I just can't think of them right now. Wasn't there a was there a Buster Rhymes? <clears throat> no, that was ninety eight. Buster. No, no, I think his second uh, his second solo album came out around that time. Oh yes, no, the coming the coming was in ninety six. That had that was ninety eight, right? No, no, that was ninety six. Well, how I got you all in the check all that? Yeah, that was doom, that doom, doom. okay. Yeah, don't don't. When I go back and listen to the album, it wasn't much being said on there. That album was cold. Like that. Uh, remember at the end of the uh, Wuha video, they uh, they play a uh, piece of "Everything Remains Raw." I remember yeah. hearing that, and I was like, "Oh shit, what is that damn song?" No, well, I think it was yeah. the beginning. And yeah, the opening. When I it. heard it, when I actually listened to the record and heard that song, that became one of my favorite songs. Like it was barring out, beat was crazy. Yeah, you yeah. went nuts on that. You went crazy on that. Uh, Buster Rhymes really had a fucking whole entire run and second run on top of that. Yeah, the first run, then he came back all swole and did the, the shit with Dre, the Touch It era. And just been doing this thing. Fucking Dre told him, you ain't got to do all that yelling. We ain't going to do that. You got a great voice. Let's just rhyme, my guy. He said, he said, Diddy told him that it was Diddy. Okay, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, he said that Diddy told him, Hey, man, that's what I think. That's where, uh, put your hands where my eyes can see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he said the original version of that, I believe he was kind of yelling on there. Mm -hmm. And Diddy told him, You don't need to do that on the, on a record like this. And he tried the lower voice and shit. That's still, that's probably one of his top three songs who just the flow switch up. Because I think that's what made that song so impactful because he really didn't do no other flow but yelling at you. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just what we with you two. So when he hit you with that and a beat was crazy, man, it's some literal, like, just ill-ass punchlines all scattered throughout that song, too. Like, he just... Doing this thing, what's wrong is definitely different. In God, we trust. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a lot of it's, niggas is wondering, and they curious. I mean, and my yeah. niggas do what is so mysterious, furious. That motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. That's crazy, Buster Rouse, man. Mm -hmm. The hands where my eyes now. could see. Yep, then he had the joint with Janet Jackson on another album. Yeah, that yeah, did give me some more. That was part of that run. Because his first three albums was just stupid. It was The Coming, 
when disaster strikes and then extinction level event. And he just yeah. was like every year, just like boop, 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 boop. And like every one of them had like bangers on them. Like Extinction Level really Low Key is one of his best albums. That first dude, three come, songs on there was stupid. Dude, I swear. Like, it, I don't think it was a song on there I skipped. I was like, this, even the song he did with Mystical, I was like, this that was cold. The yeah. song he did with Flip Mole, um, I think that that cat Lord How Mercy was like one of the main dudes on that, which he was one. His crew actually had a bunch of dope MCs in it, like Flip really Mo. dope, like Raw Digger, uh, Rampage at his moments. But yeah, Lord How Mercy was one of them big what ifs. I wish I could have saw what he was gonna do for real. I think he did one little solo album. Did it actually come out? I don't know. I think it might have just I know been he had that a single. single. Yeah, I know he had a the single. video where he was like uh, getting chased by everybody, and then at the end he started chasing them. Boy, his voice was crazy though. That, that's him, Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel, that one hurt when he his voice got messed up because his voice was like for rapping. <laughs> like that motherfucker beans. He had it. Beans, you had it, man. Yeah, he, he, said he, finna use, he said he finna use AI, AI yeah. to bring it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he said he finna use AI for his voice. Man, if the only t- that to me is probably the only usage that I could get behind and also not say anything negative about because you really, you know, turning back time, but his pen is still his pen, so It'd be interesting to hear because he literally just got a layer track and then tell the AI to make it sound like this voice, which is the example would be his voice from probably like 1999 or some shit. And you just got to figure out a way to uh, how to how to get it to use his inflections and shit like yeah. that, cadence and everything. That's the that's, that's gonna be the man. part. I mean, shit. I know I, Lupe working on a whole album using AI. Yeah, his. That nigga stay ahead of shit though, man. The way his mind worked. Well that nigga did a, that nigga did a whole album in like what eight hours. Well and that see, was hard. He's gang. He's Aquarius gang. So you know he lived in the year three thousand already. You started the label yet, uh six for AI? I, I don't think so. I don't see no problem with doing it. Might be I a think that is, all the shit that I, we never wanted to say, we could do it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. To do that. Just put it behind the butt. Mm-hmm. That's, that'd be crazy, though. I mean, we ain't that far from that shit becoming so commonplace and normal. That motherfucker's oh, be looking at you crazy. It's there. We, we crazy there. But it, it, won't, it, won't, it won't hurt to have some rappers from th- Chicago doing it, you know? I don't, th- I don't think we're there yet. The only reason why I say I don't think we're there yet is because people still people still buying tickets to see performances. No, I ain't when people don't, that. when people when people start when people start saying fuck them tickets, I just rather just listen to the music and watch videos and that'll be that. But right now people still spending fucking rent money to go see motherfuckers perform. So I don't think that live performances and and, and connecting with a human artists is ever gonna go away because it's i think it's a level that we just gonna be like yo i know all this shit is fake but how can i even buy into a robot 
telling me or talking about emotions and all that stuff, I just feel like at a certain level, you're just going to be kind of like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm going to use this for this. But yeah, I need art to be art to a degree. I mean, visual art, unfortunately, we going through a thing and got to figure out how it's going coincide and coexist with this new the only people that paper. care about art are artists though the only people that care about oh, art are absolutely artists. absolutely and and the thing about it though is we moving further and further away from caring about what artists think so mm. there's that you know what i'm saying so it's like after a while it won't even fucking matter it was like shit nigga i don't give a fuck how dope you are with your pen you know what i'm saying i heard I better think at some to, point to you this. can take advantage of that and like make the the gatherings not tours, but they would kind of be like more so a parties. It would kind of be like a big ass listening party or the the best songs or some shit from that AI artist or whatever. But well, one thing that I just to go back to um six mission of Lupe and what he's doing with AI. One thing that I like about the um application he's developing is basically a way for a writer or rapper to write something and then be able to use software to help them improve certain parts of it instead of it being like make me a rap or something it's more like find me alternate ways exactly i use this word here what are different words i could have used here that still would have rhymed here or whatever you know just like phrases rhyme these phrases phrases. yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean if if it's integrating and infiltrating all levels of society art all that shit i guess you gotta figure out ways to use it but i don't know i mean that's shit Drake don't have to hire all these writers no more. You could just use the AI tool and because that's essentially what having a group of niggas in the room that rap is is like I wrote this or this is what I'm thinking because he can rap and wrote raps probably obviously before he got to this superstar status. You gotta do it to get to the point where people doing it for you or with you. But if he is that he don't even need them no more if it's a software. It's essentially what the software is going to try to do, basically, is take the I place think it, of that. I think it comes down to a couple things. So I think it comes down to, like, completely understanding what the what that element brings to your game and, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of find a way to, to thread that into your workflow. Because he come from pen and paper. He come from that. You right. know, so he's old enough exactly. to be of that ilk. But, like, anybody behind him who doesn't necessarily come from that like let's say the next ten years, next five years, a new a new rapper is going to be him. That that new rapper, and that means that that new rapper is going to develop his style and his his, his flow based on whatever's available to him now. So right now, this AI is the thing right now, and f- about five years is going to be even way more advanced. And that yeah, individual is going to be the individual is going to already adopt it and integrate it in his workflow and blow everybody else away with. You know how how easily he's able to you know saying create, and it won't even necessarily be about the art. It'll just be about mass mm-hmm. production for that artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll be able to like, because I'm very metic- meticulous about the way I write rhymes. I, I'm meticulous about the way my ear hears sounds and stuff like that. You, a person who's living in this day and age, I, I still can't really fuck with a lot of the elements that was invented 15 years ago. Is mainly because of how 
how simple, I guess because I come from playing keys and shit like that. So motherfuckers got these these loop packs. It's no different than throwing the AI in there. It's like, all right, now I need this melody. Can you can you make a melody out of this using uh, C scale or using uh, uh, A major? Then the AI will generate it. Then you just go make some tweaks to it. Boom, you got your hook. You got this, you got that. Fucking 20 minutes of that is like three hours of me working on the song, five hours of me working on the song. Yeah. But this, yeah, the, I, for, for us, it, it would be, again, this is where it, it, we differ from regular people as artists. That's the part that we enjoy the most is doing that, the actual yeah. work going in, that goes into it. Uh, the, AI, I, the AI is going to be cool, but I don't want, want to get to the point where it just becomes laziness, where I don't want to be involved with the, the meticulous part of the work. Well, I think that what's going to end up happening, what's starting to happen is instead of it being like an artist is turning the artist into a creative director over an AI or a group of AI different applications to get things done instead of putting their own hands in everything more um, hands on because we had to. Because if you're a commercial artist, of course, all these things are more attractive to you because you are using your art to support yourself. So the more that you can produce, the better you can support yourself. So that's why so many artists are adopting it to compete against companies that, you know, they might, you know, before it was like a whole company you had to go against. Now it's like, oh, shit. I can now because now I can just creative direct over all of these different automated things and I'm putting my creativity in five different things and then going basically instead of doing everything it's like you set up a, this domino set up and your creativity is pushing these things down instead of you having to actually do it it's just you put it in motion with your creativity and it's doing the rest what's going to happen is it's no different than when like uh, manufacturing industry start automating mm -hmm. all of their all of their uh, all their production lines. You start losing people's jobs. People who who actually are valuable in those fields won't be called anymore. And then those people will be competing against you in that in that same lane. So right. now you're a creative director. You're the person you would normally hire to play keys. Now he's a creative director. Yep. And then that person yep. who and then now you got now you got three thousand motherfuckers doing the exact same thing, and that's going to lower the value of the work. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be so. No one gets paid, right? Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. The only ones who will get paid are the ones who own the rights to distribution. It mm -hmm. won't be the ones who create no more. It'll just be the ones who, you know, what I'm saying. Like, let's say you can't get you can't get on Spotify unless you sign a contract now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like, I mean, because essentially that's what you're doing if you're using like these these uh like these services that that this you know these digital distribution services. You signed like a mini contract, but that, they'll set it up now. It's like, shit, you want to compete against our playlist because we own 33% of this market. You want in on it. You got to sign over the rights to everything that you've done creatively directed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, you might be the sole director and creator of everything you just put out. And you now you now you compromising a percentage of your earnings just so you can be featured on these platforms. As opposed to being able to like do the split, have a split with these people and these and, and, and negotiate with their agents so everything would be fair and even. Now oh. you're really getting now they're tearing you a new asshole because if you don't make it on that playlist, you don't get hurt. But then ain't, ain't, ain't no pressing up CDs. 
Man, it'll take it deeper to what you were saying, the whole, like, the concept of, like, oh, everybody's just created, directed over all these little ads, whatever. The value of the work becomes less even to the artist because they know that they didn't even do everything. But to make AI work, you need to create a person to push certain things. So we back to the big hiring people getting yep. over again. Like this is always come back to that. <laughs> and then you think about it. None of us own the AI software or, the, or, oh, yeah. you know, so that means that company is making hand over fist money even more now because more people are paying for subscriptions or service fees just to be able to use their platforms. And then those same AI companies might even become a distributor. It's, it's a big, it, or they might get bought out by the record labels. No different than what Spotify and all these other companies. Mm. They got bought. They got bought. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What SoundCloud got bought? Bandcamp got bought. I think what you said originally is more the prone to happen. That AI company gonna turn around and be the ones buying up everything because yeah. who gonna start making the most money if everybody is now using these? platforms to create everything they're going unless to somebody has the foresight to to like what well, microsoft microsoft is doing right now is they're buying up uh activision blizzard king those mm -hmm. are three uh you know three gaming companies under the yeah. same umbrella they're buying them for 73 million dollars 73 billion dollars mm -hmm. that's no different like my activision saw a need that they had and they saw somebody who could fill that that void they said you know what we can't compete with Sony in this way. So what we're gonna do is buy up the biggest brand and bring them under us. That's what that let's say let's say Universal does that. They buy uh whoever owns uh Chat GPT or whatever. They decide, you know what, we see what you guys got over there and we know you guys are really working hard. Let us help you by financing it. But by fi financing that, we want so much ownership or full ownership of it. You can still work on it. You can still build on it. But we're going to give you X amount of billions of dollars. We want 27%. That becomes, that, and that becomes everything that Universal owns now. So when me and you use it, we're not the fees that we pay to use it go towards Universal Music Group. You know what I'm saying? We're using their tools. You know what I'm saying? So what becomes a, what was once a development kit now becomes a tool that that's owned by these companies. I, I, I would even venture to say like uh, uh, like the Pro Tools company, you know what I'm saying? The Auto-Tune company. Those probably those are probably bought and owned by fucking record labels too. They probably just haven't, they don't have majority ownership, but they own enough of it where they can just keep on pumping out the, the software to keep artists working. You know what I'm saying? And then when somebody who don't got no name for themselves pop, then they were like, hey, we checked you out. We like what you got going on. You want to sign this deal, blah, blah, blah. Because they done provided the tools to make it happen. And what if all of this shit is just run by a robot or a program already? Hey, then that means that we everybody doing we're doing what we meant to be doing. Yeah. What if it's just what if they're slowly trying to introduce us to our makers? Maybe they are. Maybe they say that Satan was the, the musical angel, right? Lucifer mm -hmm. was the musical angel. Yeah. He was the most beautiful, most musical angel, and his ribs were like a fucking harp or some shit like that. But who's to say that all of this by design ain't just being introduced to us because he knows that we 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 subject to the love of music. <laughs> and it's the best way to manipulate us. We basically our sound vibrating. So that's yeah. why we Every, everything sounds like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
And because we don't know, we don't know what we should know. We're always going to be blind to whatever the truth is. We just, everything is speculation for us. The matrix. We are a field of babies. They're manufacturing <laughs> us. They've been manufacturing us the whole entire time. Could you believe it? Did you receive it? Is it real, man? <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. No, we ain't. I mean, it's crazy though, man. It's like you think about like where music was like eighty years ago and where it is now. It's like night and day. All of the, all this shit is engineered, man. This shit ain't just no coincidence. We ain't just start making better music out of nowhere. This is all by design. Somebody's handpicking everything that they feel like need to be heard in them in these moments. So that it can continuously grow whatever it is they're trying to grow. Yeah. Because it's too much dope shit. It's too much dope shit that never gets heard on the mainstream level. Yeah. I mean, you know back what I'm saying? In the day when it so to... it ain't about how good it is. Back in the day when they used to leak through, they were saying that the masses pretty much gonna sway with whatever's popular. So you if you make positive caring about yourself, loving yourself, all these different concepts that's good for you. That's popular. The masses are going to go that way and it's going to make it harder for them to continue kicking everybody in the fucking head because there's only a small percentage of people that have awareness all the time during these times because, you know, how many times have we had conversations with people and they literally talking to us like we crazy when we really actually see the veil that's you know we see behind the veil rather and they just i just want to look at the veil it's pretty that's basically <laughs> i mean like what me and you was talking about earlier oh how like um like you have these tears it's like uh i'll say like what's the name black rock is that the name of the uh the company mm -hmm. uh you know, they own so much. Like they, they, they own so much. They have banks under their thumb, right? And everything that falls under their umbrella is in entertainment and agriculture and all of these. They got their hands in 101 different things, and they provide weapons. These are the movers and shakers of everything we think we know, mm -hmm. and they, and they, and they answer to somebody. You see what I'm saying? They got shareholders. There's people that they got to answer to. So you that, that that's where the question then becomes like what is it all about? What is it really all for? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we are out here just just pleased with being entertained and eating pizza slices and shit like that. We just happy to be here. We want a cold beer and some pussy. We ain't even thinking about like <laughs> the 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 overarching uh thing that's really stifling our true potential and growth. Mm -hmm. And we okay and we okay with that. We motherfucker make eighty thousand dollars a year, ninety thousand dollars a year and feel like they done made it. Motherfucker make a million dollars in a year. They think they made it. That ain't shit. Man, when this brick shit is a, a, a done deal, motherfuckers gonna really see they worth. Hmm. I'm telling you, all these motherfuckers out here, I had a motherfucker tell me that shit ain't finna go through. They said, we'll go to war before it goes through. I said, dude, think about what you just what you just said. That means you know it's a threat. If you feel that way, you know it's a threat. Don't even ignore the fact that it's a real fucking threat. Do people really know what it means when you say we'll go to war? They don't Especially give a fuck. All them countries, and you couldn't even go. You can't go to war with China and Russia. Just them two together teaming up. Let alone all the other countries that's involved within. Like that shit. Okay. 
People don't. People don't understand. And find that. out for hey. the definition of fucking around and finding out, man. You don't want to see I mean, what that it, equation a, look like. It's the mindset, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the idea. It's like people are so blindly patriotic. People are so blindly involved in the bullshit that they don't even realize that they don't matter either. You see what I'm saying? They, when they say when they say we, they think they're involved in the decision making. They think they're part of the. You know what I'm saying? They think they're being thought of in these big decisions. Like, no, your son gonna get your son gonna be chosen too. Your child is gonna be chosen too. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you the ones we gonna shit. pull into the bullshit to send off to 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 be slaughtered for our uh, campaign. Like, mm-hmm. and and think about it like this: these same motherfuckers, these militia groups, they be starting and all this old shit. They had this idea that they're going to defend their land and they honor it. Like, nigga, you don't know that all of this shit was bought from up under your feet already? What you're going to be defending, you're going to be defending for free. Because if when you when you die, all they're going to do is resell yours. They're going to repurpose every bit of pr- property that you ever owned. They ain't going to pass it down to your family like you think your will, uh, like the will you wrote actually going to be honored. They ain't give a fuck. They're going to make sure everybody who's part of your will is dead. But Some of this land like, has already been paid for by China and yeah, Germany and other countries. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. These motherfuckers, these motherfuckers are coming to collect. Happening. It's They're already to happening. Collect. Haven't you seen um these older people? It's already happening. They be in their late 80s, 90s. People coming to talking about this not your land. They didn't live there their whole life and all. It's already happening. It's already think- happening. Like we we're well past land ownership as a society, but most of us haven't been informed of that yet. Most of us aren't aware of that yet. There's no ownership of anything, bro. Like you, like my car is co-owned by the state. Every time I register my car, um, I'm informing the state that I'm still I'm still honoring our co-ownership agreement. If I ride around this motherfucker, if I ride around this motherfucker, and I don't I don't get my license plates renewed. I get stopped. And now I got an answer for that. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers enforce the, the law enforcement has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with enforcing the laws that keep the establishment. The in banks. Order. The banks. You know what I mean? Because if you don't pay on something, they'll come and take it from you. Or you'll get a notice saying you need to pay up before this All, date. Everything that's taxed is that. Yes. The everything land that the land that you say you own that you have to pay taxes on every year, you don't that's, own it. If you have to pay taxes on every year, uh-huh. you done bought it, and if you go behind on them taxes, you gonna still lose some shit you own because of if you don't pay. So how do you own it? So own it. back to you know, and I think this is almost gonna be an underlying theme of this episode playing in our faces. Mm-hmm. Elon, Elon Musk literally be like shit. If you want to keep it a buck, you really should just rent because it really don't matter. He's saying that he can own every fucking thing. He then sold all his houses, living a little ass, one of them uh boxable uh houses that he owns, the company boxable, the little prefab houses. He's just got a, a, about three of them put together somewhere and don't even be tripping because he even saying it like other and of course. And it's two ways to look at it. Like, oh, I don't, you know, they're trying to make people not want to own stuff. So they're saying this or whatever. But as we're saying, do you really own it if you quote unquote own it? So is there a point to it ultimately? You know? The only places where I know that you can buy land and own it are, aren't in America. It's overseas. 
there are places overseas where you can actually buy the land and outright own it. But here, you're leasing, you're renting. Mm -hmm. Everything is borrowed. Everything is borrowed. None of this shit is. I mean, and, it, and it's all about tangibility anyway. I think we kind of seeking a, a model of of the past that just doesn't exist and doesn't have any weight anymore. And it's just because of we, you know, we like to carry on traditions and shit like that. But all of this shit is just borrowed. Mm -hmm. You know, everything, everybody, it's playing obsolescence. Everybody's replaceable. Everything's replaceable. So, you know, getting into the subject of. Movies. What are you guys' top five favorite movies? Period or just period of all time. No one genre, just overall. What are your favorite movies? Hmm. Five. Top That's... five. Shit, I know coming to America's in there for me. Um let's see. That um, I actually really love Goodfellas. I That's a good one. I, I think of when I think of top five, I think of what movies do I and have I watched so many times and still get pleasure out of watching them, I guess. So that's one. Um, let me see. Um, so Goodfellas, would you still keep coming to America in there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll just quote that movie probably three times a week. So it's definitely in the uh, in the canon of favorites. Um let me see. Uh, man, there's so many movies. Should we come um, back to you, guy? Uh I got three, so Maybe after this one, Enter the Dragon. So Enter the Dragon. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, Come to America, Goodfellas, and then I got to think on the last two. Six. I uh, say you. Uh, Godfather one. Mm. It's definitely in there. Fight Club. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, the first Matrix movie. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, of course coming to America and yeah, five would probably be I was just five is always interchangeable that's something that always like pop in and out it's a good movie depending on whether it's new or something I just discovered five would probably be everything everywhere all at once I didn't finish that even though that was uh, pretty yeah, good up to the point yeah I oh, didn't finish it that was like the first time I've seen like a movie that touched on like, because, you know, the most common thing nowadays is multiverse, space travel, time travel, all that old shit. But right now, that movie really touches on it in, in probably the most precise way I imagine it to be. They were very in-depth with that. Yeah, it was funny. It was it was smart. The, the, the kung fu was on point. It was like all the different elements I like about movies. It was all, all in there. Even the drama and, was good. And it. executed very very well like every yeah. element that you like about movies was in it and they executed at a high level yeah i'm not gonna copy that one as but the matrix i have to definitely say that's one because that was one again watching a thousand times and no damn that word for word though no and it it was one of those after you see it was almost i i 
equate that to um watching the Ten Commandments in the part where um Moses comes down from Mount Sinai with the, the tap like the that. Tablet. For our generation, that was that type of movie. Like you left yeah. that movie and you was different. It was you was not the yeah. same person that you were when you walked into that fucking theater. Like you know where you saw that motherfucker the first time. I remember everything about it because it was like total mind blowing. I remember watching the fucking Super Bowl. I think it was the Super Bowl with the um the Broncos and the Falcons. That like that second one with um Elway, where they just beat mm -hmm. the shit out the Falcons. But that was the first time I saw the commercial to the trailer to the Matrix. That was the premiere of it. After right. coming out of that movie theater, I was like, oh fuck. There's so much shit that is going on out here that I am aware of and not aware of. Mm-hmm. And they just yeah. hit they just hit the tip of the iceberg by putting that together and, and, and putting it out. I think that I think that because all the reading and stuff I was doing back in the day all kind of culminated into like that movie. That movie condensed all of these different ideas and concepts. I used to have conversations with people about it. Yeah. Like it was just all kind of like framed in a in, in a way where it was like they they said, you know what, we're gonna make this entertaining and and we're going to kind of like dumb it down just a bit enough to keep people engaged, but they still touched on heavy ass topics with it. You know what I'm saying? Like the ideas of what, isn't reality, really what is and isn't reality. Yeah. What is and isn't reality, how we perceive reality. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, I couldn't even have those conversations with people back in the day and, and got the same result because the visuals kind of help support that story. Yeah, that was, that was a dope. That was a dope that one, And that's why I picked uh, Fight Club, too, because the exact same thing, man. Fight Club touched on consumerism in such a oh, heavy yeah. way, bro. Yeah, and that's it's like, definitely top 10 for sure. And, for me, and I'll be honest, like, when I saw it, I didn't I didn't expect the plot twist. At all. That, that yeah, was man. probably one of the better plot twists in a movie probably I've ever, ever seen, because it was... When you go back and watch it the second time, you kind of like, okay, oh, now yeah. I see it. But it's kind of like, from excuse me, a lesser extent, uh, the sixth sense was like that. Like when you see it yeah. the second time, after you're like, oh, now I get it. Oh, yeah. But Fight Club, that was deeper. That was like, that was just, M. Night Shyamalan just do little shallow things like that. But yeah. that was Fight Club was like definitely deep. Yeah, Fight Club dug deep. They really went to like places where it's like uh, it was like ground level man shit, like things mm. that men things that men always consider silently. Yes, There's whole conversations that men think about all the time, like even his and his his relationship with old girl. Mm -hmm. It's like you know what I'm saying. He just smashing her, but she don't matter. She just something to do in the background of his life. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he care about. What happens to her? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That type mm -hmm. of shit. Uh, how he 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 invested all this time and energy into his life up until a certain point where he had that breaking point, and it then it dawned on him, damn, I don't even remember last night because everything started blurring together. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's that was dope as hell to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like Chef's kiss, very 
Yeah, yeah that, that was the yeah. Fight Club. I had to go back and watch, but with the endings of that, like you said, I was like, "Whoa, a man was out here tripping." Yeah, he had went into he went into like with bipolar disorder, yeah. like in, early on in the movie. Life just okay. went went to shit on. He, him. he became a narcoleptic and shit like that, and then all of a sudden he stopped he stopped sleeping altogether. Hmm. He went from narcolepsy to to. Just not even sleeping, just blacking out. And that's when Tyler Durden's personality was yep. taking over. Was really was just the aspect of himself that he really wanted to project. That was pure masculine. It was like the id versus the ego. Uh huh. You said the idiot versus the ego. No, the, the id. id. Oh, okay. The id versus okay. the ego. Yeah. Okay. He was he 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 knew in his heart of hearts he was tired of being a sheep, and he oh. created he created that part of himself to kind of like break free because he didn't have the heart to do it himself. Yeah. Okay. I got my fifth movie. Thank you for reminding me of my fourth, sixth, but my fifth, and this is and again on my criteria, watching a thousand times and changing my perception about things. Malcolm X. Oh, that's strong. the first movie I bought when I bought a DVD player. I literally was like DVD player and Malcolm X. It was the combination. Like that's what I wanted to watch. Where did I? Oh, I bought Malcolm X from Virgin when I was working at the Gap. Mm, did I get? I might have got it from there too. I'm, Virgin one of those definitely stores, boy. Oh, missed that shit. Yeah, that's definitely in my top ten. But I don't know if I could put that in my top five personally, only because, you know, reading the books and I saw that shit when I, they took us on a field trip to go see that, went out to Hyde Park to watch it and shit. Mm -hmm. Dude, I can do it. It's definitely a high level movie, though. It's definitely up, though. I could do a list of movies of just Denzel alone. There you go. What's your top five Denzel movies? <laughs> oh, man, that's hard. Let me think. Like, like so what's your top five? Uh, my thing is, yeah, go, go ahead. My top five. So there's a horror movie I'm going to put in there. And it's, oh. they say it's based on uh, real life events that actually happen, but you, know, okay. you never know. Just for doing some research on it, some of it turned out to be very sketchy how this woman was treated and the actual things that happened in a room when people would be in a room with her. The movie's called Devil Inside. Yeah, I saw that. You I saw that? that I have yeah, I saw that. Okay, I can I can watch that movie, but I can't watch it too many times because it, it there are certain things that I relate to in that movie, and it kind of fucks. It's very me. triggering. Very yes. triggering. Yeah. Very triggering. So anybody that's listening, if you are a religious person, that is not a movie that you want to play around with because it it may it may bother you. I was gonna say fuck with you, even though I just said it now, but that is a movie that that will trigger you. On all aspects, because it plays the what the movie does is it plays on the people that are around you and the things that can trigger you that can get you mm -hmm. to act out in ways that you should not act out. Have Word. to be in control. Hmm. All right. So Devil Inside is is one. Um I'm, I have to put Matrix. I have to put Matrix on there. I have to put Matrix on there. I'm considering I, I, fuck it. I'll just say a gladiator. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll say gladiator. And if you know anything about me, you know the type of person I am. 
you know, some of the stuff that I've been through and the type of people I want to be away from and stay out the way of. So I'll, I'll put Gladiator on there. Um, I got to put Coming to America on there. I have to. That's that's just a movie that I love. Uh, so let me see. Coming to America, Devil Inside, Matrix, Gladiator, and one more. I'm gonna go Hurricane, Hurricane Carter. Yeah, that's that's a dope movie. That's a dope movie. Good biopic. Mm -hmm. Dope biopic. Mm -hmm. Biopic. Hurricane Carter. For those who have never seen that movie, uh, it's about a guy. I think his name was Reuben Patterson from uh, New Jersey. He was a former boxer, uh, and throughout the course of his life, because of racism and and shitty people. He could never catch a good break. So for part of his life, this guy kept trying to track him down and have him involved in murders and shit that never had nothing to do with him. Away from that, he gets into boxing. If you go back and look at Ruben, I think his name was Ruben Patterson. His record, he had losses, of course. If you're boxing, someone has to lose. It's not that. That's not the point. But he was a vicious dude when it came to boxing. It came time to win a certain fight or a championship. He beat this guy black and blue. And they still gave the other guy to fight. So it just picks up from there. And all, he goes through all these different things. But it's a, it's a good film. It's a good it's a good uh, cinema piece to me. Mm, so is that five? Good. Yep. That's one of Denzel's best right there. We speak going back to the Denzel. You know, it's hard to even choose any of his movies. Like to narrow it down to five out of his whole catalog. But it sounds to me. We will have an amazing link up movie night because everybody picked dope ass movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and one of the one of the phrases he had on there was very telling to me. It always stuck with me from Dazelle in that movie. He said, Hate put us in jail, but love is what's gonna break us out. And you can apply that to so many areas of life, uh, wherever you are at the present time, whatever you're going through. You know, you may be in a bondage situation situation. You know, mentally or with family, but if it's out of hate, love. If you change the, traje the trajectory of where you are, love can change all that. Yeah. What was you about to say? Six. I was, about I, was to say just, I was about to say, uh, coming to America and Matrix would definitely be on spin. Oh man, <laughs> absolutely. And it's funny because they're so far apart as far as what they are, but then at the same time. I don't know. Maybe it's some overlapping themes in both of those, even though they're in different genres. If you really think about it, just coming to American and, Ma and Matrix. Well, nope. just from a standpoint of like, those are the movies that all three of us picked in common. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, but just think about the themes of or the plot of Coming to America, and then think of the plot of the Matrix. Certain aspects like. A king don't want the fakeness of somebody being basically bred and mm. to be his wife. He want the real. He, he want authentic, some authenticity. Authentic. Somebody who really wants to be there. Exactly. Right. And was Neo? I'm living in this fake world. I know something ain't right. Feel right. Yeah. I know so something. So and right. it's in that. Actually, this giving putting chills on my heart because it's funny that we all picked the movies and it's really similar aspects even though they're in completely different genres different races I think of people, kinda, all of that 
I think it kind of speaks to the subconscious, though, because we all kind of view our realities in a particular way. And when we cannot when we can identify with what these differences are, then we kind of start leaning more towards trying to find the truth. And a lot of those movies are about the truth. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Okay. okay, six. Okay, broke it all the way down. Cause this now I'm thinking about it like even Goodfellas. What's the common thing? The truth will set you free. Cause this happened at the end. Yeah. All this all the bullshit came. To the light. Yep. He eventually said, you know what? Fuck this. I can't keep doing I can't li- keep mm-hmm. living like this. Yep. What he are said he two, throw a lot of motherfuckers under the bus, but yeah. What are two or three movies that you would recommend to people listening? If they haven't. If they have, I haven't checked checked out. But hopefully uh, they haven't. Just some recommendations. This? Yeah. Hmm. If mm-hmm. we was basing it on a lot of the themes that we speak on. Just any movie, just any, any no 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 no. I was just but just to relate it to that, I would say uh idiocracy <laughs> number one. Fuck, I still haven't seen that. Six told me about that movie a while ago. Oh man, you gotta yeah. see that, dog. <laughs> that one, that that's one it's of the almost... movies where you're just gonna be like, wow, they, did they just take a film crew to 2023 and just start filming things? And like because <laughs> this movie came out what 10, 15, you know, 15 years ago, more than that. I know that the uh, costume director, she was trying mm-hmm, to find mm-hmm, some. Mm-hmm. She was trying to find some footwear for them to wear during the movie. This is before these motherfuckers blew up, and she found Uggs, not Uggs, mm-hmm. uh, Crocs. Crocs. She found Crocs, and had the motherfuckers in the movie wearing Crocs and shit before Crocs even blew up. And now everywhere you look, motherfuckers wearing that shit. It's almost like the movie predicted it. Mm-hmm. And what's even more crazy is people people who wear them don't even associate those shoes with that movie. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. What nope. movie was it that they couldn't get the shoes right for the for Batman and they had on some black Jordans? Jordans, uh, I think it was that was uh, yeah, it was he had the Jordan sixes on. No, 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 the second. No, Batman. it was it was it was, it was the one with the it was the one with uh Danny DeVito. Right, okay. that's the second yeah. one. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was. Yeah, it had to be after the uh, first championship of the Sixers. What Batman begins? That Batman Begins or some shit? I can't. I can't remember. Batman but... Returns. Batman Returns. Batman yeah. Returns. They was like, if you zoom in on the picture for for, for that one moment and you see it, yeah, some Jays on about to dunk on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, wait, wait. Go back to recommendations. So, yes, Idiocracy. Uh, idiocracy. Um. Dude, I can't think of another move right here. Come back to me. I'm sure somebody got another suggestion. I got I, I could think of something else if I could marinate on it for a second. Um three recommendations. Was- there was a movie that came out with some actors from Korea that won it won some awards recently. Uh I can't remember the name of it. It, it was it was the one where they was living in them people's house. Yes. You know um, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I was going to recommend that. Oh, uh, called, look at that. Uh, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, Parasite. That's the name of it, Parasite. That's it. Parasite yeah. is a good movie. It's a great movie. Mm, it's okay. a great movie. To think about it like this. Imagine working your ass off every day and the person that you work for goes to work with you and they say like they say they hate peasants they call you a peasant because you're beneath them you you make less money than them 
You mm-hmm. work with this person or you work for them. And they're saying all this particular shit about you. And they say so much of it that it not only becomes an insult, but you feel like you need to do something about it. So you decide, well, what I'll do is I'll figure out a way to get inside of your life and tear your life apart. Oh, shit. Okay. And that movie dope. Mm. It's so simple. Just, just off of that, I want to see it now. I didn't know. That movie is so that. simple, that sounds... but it's so dope. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The way they put all that together, man, the way they, the whole, oh, man, it, it was crucial. It was crucial. Yeah. Um. So Parasite would be a movie I would tell people to see. Another movie I would tell people to see. I'm going to go in the horror, back to the horror genre. Crystal Pinkney, this is your fault because you got me watching all these horror movies at these pre-screeners and shit like that. Uh, Talk to Me, which came out recently. Yeah. Who was in that again? A bunch of people no one knows. Oh, okay. I think the movie takes place uh, on in New Zealand or something like that. So what happens in this movie is that there's this hand that's been cut off from this uh, voodoo doctor or doctor that does witchcraft, whatever you want to call it, voodoo, because voodoo is the originator of all the shit, right? And the hand is wrapped, has been cast in ceramic or something like that. And people have written on it. It's just like a cast. People have written on it and everything. So what happens is they set the hand up and it, it's, it's in a shaking motion, like a handshake. And what happens is you hold the hand. I think there's something you're supposed to say. You take, take a deep breath. You look up, put your head back down, take it. I forgot how it goes. And then you say, talk to me. And then when you look back up, someone from the spirit realm will be standing at right there in front of you. And then there's people around you. Now it's not just you, it's a group of people around you to make sure that everything goes well. All right. And then you have to say, I let you in. And then the spirit takes control of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I know. I saw it. Okay, I know. I saw it. So once you do that, the spirit takes control. Now it may have you fuck the couch. It may have you finger your own self in a booty hole. It may have you smell your armpits, or it may just choke you out. But something happens to you, and every these kids are recording, they're filming, they put it on YouTube or whatever. If it's useful, if it's useful. Uh, and one, one, one of one of the times they do it, a spirit. Contacts to con- makes contact with this uh, young lady or this young man, but it uses her to play off on another person in the room because a girl had just lost her mother, mm. and it plays off of that, and it sounds like her mother, and she's so uh, captivated by by it that she wants to know more, and then the story just picks up from there. So you kind of mm. see where this is going. But the name of it again? Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay, I might have to check that out. Talk to me. Uh, uh, I just that's two. Uh, that I just saw recently. I saw that the um, theaters actually. I think it was um, called Asteroid City, the new Wes Anderson movie. That was actually really good. Yeah, I saw that. Definitely made you think if you was paying attention, and the set design was very, very interesting. Um, very Wes Anderson. Person. Very Wes Anderson. If you're a visual person, you will get a kick out of some of the stuff that they did um, with the visuals. But the story itself, I think, um, touched on a lot of things that um, people deal with as far as just fitting in and 
you know, their place in the world and stuff like that. I, I really like the way it like holds certain questions. So that's one of something I've seen recently. I'm trying to think. I've been watching a lot of movies. I feel like I watch more TV shows, um, like series more than movies. Um, only thing I could think of that actually surprised me by not being bad. I wouldn't recommend it from the standpoint of being deep or anything, but um that new Transformers movie actually was entertaining. I was kind of surprised. I thought it was gonna be ass, but I hated that movie. Really? I did I, you like did you watch Beast, did you watch Beast Wars? Yeah. Back in the day. Okay. I, I would I would prefer to watch an animated movie uh based on that. Where they could actually flesh out some of those concepts, mm-hmm, then cram, mm-hmm. then cram all that shit into an action movie, because that shit was boo. That shit was boo. It was basura, in my opinion. But go ahead. Trash bag juice. That shit was trash I think, bag. I juice. think my bar was probably lowered in the ground. So that's why, <laughs> <laughs> why I was just like. Huh. It wasn't as terrible as I thought. I guess it's okay. So that's why I said I've not even recommended it. It's just like the last thing that I've watched. Nah, man. Oh, Shit that you would recommend, what? bro. That you would recommend someone for to what go see. I would recommend for somebody to see that just came out and it's still in the vein of like something more like kid like was actually the new Ninja Turtles movie. I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. I was I like some of the stuff they did that related more to the original comic book than the uh the cartoon series so like april O'Neil was supposed to be black originally they made a black in this and i like they made like a mix um cast of um, voice actors so it was like some white dudes and black dudes it wasn't just all one race you could kind of pick it up in the, the mannerisms of the characters and the way they played off of their voices and stuff um cool message for the shorties inclusion all of that good stuff and i just thought the animation was like really really creative like i think um into the spider verse you just kind of opened up a whole nother um way to visualize 3d animation because it's like really much more artistic in terms of like 2d art like painting and all this stuff it's just like all these different elements graffiti like everything that an artist could be influenced by saw bits and pieces in the way that they animated and i just thought it was like really dope have you guys seen the new uh, ninja turtles yet Mm-mm, i haven't seen that on a new spider-man joint mm-hmm, yeah, the ninja turtles yeah. pretty good yeah okay actually. i had to check check those joints out at some point i need one more so i got Parasite, I got to talk to me. Uh, another movie I could, I would like to recommend would be, I guess Oppenheimer. No, I ain't gonna guess Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Only thing with Oppenheimer is Oppenheimer is is three hours long. Okay, you have to sit through the fact that they are not doing anything uh, filled with action. These people are scientists, and they're trying to get to the point where they can figure out how to blow up shit. If I put it just like in, in lamest term, like they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out fission and fusion and there's mm-hmm. a race to it uh, and there's some espionage going on. They're trying to figure out if Germany is involved in their camp, if Russia's, Russian spies are in their camp, they're trying to figure out what's really going on and uh, who's 
who's uh flipping on them and going back and spreading uh information with the other side but Oppenheimer is a good movie too it's just it's just very long uh mm-hmm. something is if you're not used to sitting through something like that it may bother you but I did like like Oppenheimer I'm probably gonna watch that on on my TV at some point. I don't yeah, know if I'm gonna go see that at the show because yeah. But then here's the crazy part: people weren't expecting it to do as well as it has done. Oh yeah, it did really good. Yeah, it's still doing well. I think it's still in the theaters doing numbers, mm-hmm. numbers, and mm-hmm. um, Barbie. But I'll I'm not even gonna sit up there and say I'm never gonna watch the Barbie movie. But it's gonna take a while. Is I I. I feel like at this point I have to watch Black Panther two before watch the Barbie movie just to justify. It. All right, since you said that six, have you seen Black Panther two yet? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. That doesn't make me. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all. Okay, don't don't give nothing away. I want to watch it and be half ass surprised at the dumb shit that they do. So don't say anything about the plot because I already know a few things I don't want to know. So I don't want to go into anything else. But six oh six. What are your recommendations, sir? Oh, my first recommendation. Um, my first two recommendations would probably be, and that's only because I haven't they haven't released the, the next element to it is the two Spider Verse movies. Mm. Those movies are dope, artistically, thematically. There's a whole bunch of stuff about it that's just really they they you can tell that they put they they, they work in to make sure that they make sure it was cohesive. And you can you can follow the you can follow the story without getting lost, even though it's touching on some real heavy shit. It'd be interesting to see how they kind of wrap it up with a third one, but we'll see. And my third pick is a horror movie, uh, Hereditary. Mm. That movie, uh, if you if you've never seen it, watch it. That movie was, is so dope. What was that about again? Like quick little synopsis, because I feel like I may have seen that. Uh so this family is burying uh the mother, this mother is burying her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh she's married, she's got two kids. One of her kids is special needs, her youngest child is special needs. Uh, her mother is discovered to uh, be a cult leader, but she didn't know that at first. Mm. And all types of shit. After her mother died, all types of wild shit starts occurring in the family. Mm. They start. It, it, I don't want to give away a whole lot. Yeah, but no, that you you gave me enough to that mom interest. The first, the first fifteen twenty minutes of the movie, the craziest shit happening, and it just start picking up from there. Like okay. almost, it just it kick off on some wild shit. Yeah. Okay. Hereditary. Y'all gonna have me watch yep. shit. And I would say that. a sleeper, a sleeper movie that I would probably recommend just because if you don't if you're not interested in the Spider-Man movies but you're really into those types of crazy ass uh psychological horror movies would probably be uh Midsummer. I did not see Midsummer, but I wanted to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. That that movie is a slow burn, but that movie it, it'll fuck your head up once you start realizing what's happening. I, I got to check that one out. Yes, sir. There's some horror movies that a friend that uh, one of the brothers at work gave me. Uh, I wrote them down. I don't know what I did with them, and I still haven't watched them. He's going to probably look at me crazy uh, when I ask him again for it. He's going to be like, dude, I done gave this shit like four times already, but 
Uh, he gave me some, he said, a real trippy, and you really got to sit down and watch it and pay attention. He said one is a slow burn as well. He said it's two moves. He said one is just like real gory, but the story to it is pretty cool, cool too. Um, mm-hmm. So I, at some point, I'll get around to watching them. Top I five for actors. Me, Go ahead. I was about to say, for me, horror movies are one of them things where it's just a peek inside the mind of white people for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get to see what, what white people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because like our when Jordan Peele released his movies, those are like horror movies from a black man's perspective, right? Psychologically, those are horror movies. Like our life is a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. So like they, a lot of people can't relate to it, and I can't really relate to a lot of things that white people find horrifying and shit like that. Like all, because most of their movies be about demonic possession and stalkers, mm-hmm. serial killers. You know what I'm saying? It'd be those those things: serial killing, stalkers, and fucking demonic possession. I'm not I'm not afraid of none of that shit because I grew up around violence. So mm-hmm. I don't have like I don't have I don't have like a, a, a fantasy threat. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's all those movies are about. It's like fantasy threats and shit like that. Hmm. It's just interesting. But go ahead, what you about to say? Oh. I forgot what I was about to say. Yeah, I don't ever top, top my, five actors. That's yeah, but let me say that real quick. I never my fantasy is never about who's going to kill me is usually about being successful and making sure that everybody around me is put on. That's what my mind, that's what mine usually is. Like I've seen people get their head blown off in in regular life, like literally seeing the chunk of brain and skeleton, like fly the other way. So I don't, I don't have any desire to have that in my, in my fantasies. Like my, my fantasies are happier places where I, you know, people are successful and, People aren't dealing with traumatic situations like that. Well, Moving on. They got to create that. that I don't have to create that shit. And yeah, you're right. They do have to create it because a lot of them don't see that. But some of them do. Some of them do. Some of them are going off of these, going off of these podcasts and listen to some of the ones that people pass me that are very morbid. There's some crazy shit happening in, in Wisconsin and, and South Dakota and shit like that and in the Appalachian Mountains. But moving on. Top five actors. Denzel, 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 and Denzel. <laughs> Tell me a movie he ain't done and in what genre. Only thing he ain't done is a comedy, right? Yeah, he's done comedies before, I feel like. Um, he did a comedy? Back in the late, early 90s, late 80s, I Probably believe. Probably like comedy. in those times. Yeah, I gotta think about it. Because it wasn't many, so it was probably one or two movies at best. Um, definitely Denzel's in there, of course. Um, like Brad Pitt. That's that's the that's the dude. You like a the Brad Pitt? Yeah, I, I'm just thinking of people I like the movies that they do. Um, Robert De Niro. Um. Two more. Um, hmm. This is hard. I can't. I'm thinking of too many people. Actually, that's the problem. But I wanted to. Uh, it's like all of them not blockbuster movie people either. It's like 
people I like that like I like Jeffrey Wright a lot. Like just like you know, like obscure actors is just kind of like they just nail their characters all the time. Like um I don't know, I gotta marinate on that. This is tough. Okay. Can I throw another movie in there that I would like to say is a good suggestion? The movie Infiltrator. If you've never seen it, that was a good fucking movie. Who, what was, mm. who was in that? Or... Brian Cranston. Oh! Was that that shit that was on uh, Showtime? What? Yeah, something. This was a movie. This wasn't. This is like a movie. Show. Oh, okay. you, are you thinking about Your Honor? Because Your Honor, for those who need yes, a series yes, to check out, yes, it's, it's two yes, seasons. Your Honor is dope. Your Honor is a really good uh, series that people should check out. But Infiltrator is about a guy in the FBI who does his job and he goes and finds people, links up to him, and gets him caught. It's like a regular snitch movie. I normally don't watch those movies just because I don't like the character of the person that does it, but he did such a fucking good job. I wonder if he lived happily ever after if they came for him. Anyway, top five actors. Do we need to come back to you, sir? Yeah, I'm still kind of thinking about it. Denzel, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Um, cha 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 cha. Who gives me another good range? I would like to say Jamie Fox. He's definitely a good character actor. Yeah, he is. Let me get this off of Creed because he uh his shit is spinning around. Um, Jamie Fox, Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who's a dope ass woman actor? Sorry. And we'll be right back. <laughs> six over to you, six. Sorry, my dog. This shit, we all we all over here struggling. You over here struggling with the camera. I'm struggling with, with actors and shit. I didn't think I didn't think to write it down. I never did. I was like, I just do it raw and authentic, organic. On the podcast, you got them six. You got five, and you got three. I got uh, Denzel, Leo, Daniel Day Lewis, mm, mm, mm. Uh, Jim Carrey, mm. and uh, my five would probably be Felicia Rashad. I love Felicia Rashad, man. She's awesome. Love her. Oh, I didn't think you could put some. That's right. We're not being because her playing in Creed. She, it was almost like she was. What it was almost like she wasn't even acting. She wasn't. It was just like she was just being a parent, right? Yeah. Man, and her daughter is fine. Mm. Yeah, you put me down that rabbit hole. I was like, who was this? Mm. I was like, oh, that's who that was. I didn't know. And the whole time, I didn't seen her a bunch of times. I just didn't know that was her daughter. I condola. You're a beautiful, mm. beautiful black woman. <laughs> I just want you to know that, and I mean it. Some good pick six. I don't know why I'm like. Hey, what, what about Sam Ahaya? You guys think that she's a pretty good actor? <clears throat> um, she's cool. She's cool. I, she's cool. I, I, I that ain't good enough. Top five though, but she. Uh, we talking about top five, fine as hell, and won't not be fine as hell no matter how old they get. She in the top five Honestly. for fucking sure. <laughs> I think I need to throw Idris Elba in there. Idris Elba. Mm, I do like Idris Elba. Yeah, I think I would 
He definitely be in my top ten. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna say, six? Honestly, what? I was just gonna say, like, uh, I like I wouldn't even base it on looks because, like, to me, like Gabrielle Sidibe is an awesome actor. You know what I'm saying? She can act her ass off. She, I don't know, I don't know how many different characters she can play because they always gonna base it around her look. But she can fucking mm -hmm. act her ass off. You know what I'm saying? Her, the role she played in Precious alone was like, damn, she's really playing this character. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. why I didn't give it to. I mean, I. That's why it's, when you at when you brought up some Ike, I was like, nah, she cool, but she fine. But I wouldn't say she's the best actor in the world or anything. All right. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing such a blank on these actors. I guess I don't really think about it in terms of like who's my favorite. I just get more into what the movie is more so than yeah. the actors. Um, it's mainly because so usually when people do that, they do it over sports. At least for us, it's usually over sports. Yeah, yeah. I never really think about it in terms of that. Like I'm more of the whole overarching story person and like the individual act. That's why like trying to think of people is kind of hard but like the people that I thought of are in movies that I really really like I mean I guess Eddie Murphy would be in there for me mm. because I think he's actually a really good actor and he's a great comedian you know like he's done I've seen him in different dramas and he really like sold that shit like did you guys see I think the name of the movie was um Mr. Church, it was like from I always wanted to see that, but I I never made the attempt he to actually really acted his ass off in it, and it was Shit. you know some jokes here and there, very light, but it was more just him being a great dramatic actor. That movie was really good. Shit, him in that Dolomite movie. Well, he, he gave you everything in that because it was the comedy, the drama, like everything. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, yeah. The dog. So yeah, he definitely in the top five for me. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely beats. Yeah. So especially, do y'all think Eddie Murphy will ever do uh, stand up again? Or he passed he, that. Well, uh, he's on the. He got paid by Netflix to do somebody big to do something. Yeah, they they, they, they gave so, him a bag. Really? So not it's, he coming. Yeah. it's coming. It's coming. Oh at some shit! Point. It's coming. Oh at some shit! Point. That's fine. He out. already said. He already said though that he had to adapt his his comedy to modern times because he knows that. You know the, the the modern era is not so receptive to his previous brand of comedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, so he could do raw cringing at certain points myself. And I'm like, oh damn, you didn't say that shit. Damn. That's crazy how <laughs> it's crazy how like modern society or just society in general can kind of like shift and mold the way you you view things. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Like because those same those same jokes have the same punchline oh. they always had, and but because loved them back in the day. But because now we kind of, I guess we function in a more, uh, um, I guess it, I say it's a judgmental society. We more, we more judgmental. We more, we 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 more observant of how other people feel. I guess that we kind of like, oh my god, oh shit, did he just say that word? Or did he? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas prior it was like, what what really changed other than some, the fact that somebody pointed out that hey, I feel some kind of way about that. Because the same people, the same types of people exist now that existed then. It's just that there's a new generation that's a lot more vocal about the way they feel about shit. I think also along with judgmental, I think that the people are, are a little bit more softer. 
Mm-hmm. A little bit more taken back by things that are happening. And maybe that has to do something with, you know, people <laughs> covering up because they don't want to be judged either. They're trying their best, you know, so they don't want to be seen. So everybody's jumping on the same bandwagon. Yeah, let's let's champion this cause because I don't want nobody looking at my shit either and saying stuff like that about me. So that may be hey, something. Right, but like when you talk about when you talk about softness though, like what is like how do you how do you measure that? Because like some people are just like some people I'll say this, like I'm Gen X. So like the way I was brought up, the way I've seen things, my worldview is shaped by uh the 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 idea. My parents were uh boomers. They 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 shaped my worldview in a way where it's like I don't take shit personal. You don't take shit personal. You don't need to take shit personal. I, there was no participation trophies, blah, blah, blah. It ain't nothing but a generation and a half, two generations behind me where motherfuckers really just started taking on this, taking it's on fights. They're taking on fights. They're champion, championing these, these stances. You know what I'm saying? These views. And it's really just based on like, it's, it's no, it's the, the, the wording, the language is a little bit different, but it's pretty much the same idea. Don't let nobody walk on you. Don't let anybody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mistreat you. That's my mom and dad told me the same shit, but my mm-hmm. approach to dealing with that was completely different. And I didn't have access to a whole community of people who shared the same experiences to actually rally with. I think that that's what really changed. I don't even think it's about the softness as much as it is about these motherfuckers actually have a whole community of people they could they could get with and that, that'll get behind them when they actually address it. Well, that's like the with social media is like all the people who bullied now can band together versus them being all isolated and just feeling all alone because they was getting exactly by they got somewhere they could go talk about it um, yeah but when does it get to the turned, point where it's out of control though but it's, it's somewhat is because it turns into now everybody is back to the whole softness thing now nobody can say anything because oh i'm offended or whatever and it's just like look man like it's it's just like um and i just it's kind of messed up but i was uh when i was coming back to chicago la from chicago um sidebar good seeing you recently um but literally get to my seat some woman got her son in my window seat that i paid for and it's like a little kid or whatever and they're giving me the look like could you like no you know he gotta move like i'm not about to play this whole like oh he's just a kid i'm okay with that no fuck that i paid for that shit. you paid for the seat like you know it was a packed and then when everybody coming to their seats the damn pilot saying this is a a fully booked flight that's why it's taking so long blah blah so you know if they saying it's fully booked somebody coming to that seat like why are you even having them there because what did this cost come to the seat now he got it's a young kid so now they was the white lady no they were um um indian okay but I don't want to say what I want, what I'm thinking right now, but all I'm gonna say is, um, basically, to go back to what you were saying, it's this whole entitlement thing, you know, like the world isn't fair. That kid needs to learn that at an early age. But the way that this society wants to put kid gloves on every single thing, the majority of people I tell that. 
side with me, but it's always those few people like, oh, why didn't you let the kids? No, I'm 6'3 and over 200 pounds. I'm not sitting in the middle. Like, that's all that's going to be left if you give up the seat that you chose. Because, of course, it's a middle seat somewhere because nobody wants to sit in there. I'm not sitting in that. You purchased. You, you made your purchase. And I did purchase. that on purpose. Like, plan your trip better. If you know you're going to have a kid that want to be at the window seat, buy a damn window seat or explain to them ahead of time that that's not going to happen and get I think that um, ready for it. I don't think it's about softness as much as it is about primarily entitlement. I think that what, what happens also is nobody really get punched in the mouth no more. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of it now comes down to, like, I'll use DJ Academics as an example. Now, I don't think dude's a threat to nobody, right? But he could he's allowed the 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 bandwidth to talk as reckless as he want about whoever he want because he will always escalate things to calling the police. He will always escalate things to going legal. Whereas back in the day, motherfuckers wouldn't even think about that. They'll fuck you up and then just walk away and then you just gotta take that ass beat. You know what I'm saying? I think that nowadays, because motherfuckers will air you out, put you on the internet, people are kind of like walking on eggshells and being a little bit more cautious because the the, the rabbit got the gun. You know what mm, I'm saying? Mm. We live in a we live in a society now where the rabbit got the gun. You know what I'm saying? The bully don't the bully don't don't run shit no more. And anybody who existed in the middle just got to deal with both sides of that. You got the people who was you got the bullied, the bullies, and the people in the middle. And those of us who kind of like exist in the middle, we got to navigate through that and kind of like choose how we how we interact. And hopefully those interactions don't fall in our lap, like you you and your seat situation. Now you got to strategize. How do I deal with this without getting aired out or getting kicked off the flight or this turning into something toxic? Mm-hmm. On the other end of that, with all this entitlement that goes on, and I'm not, I promise you, I'm not going to turn this conversation into nothing else. But this, the entitlement really is one of them things where like certain groups of people are afforded or allowed uh, wiggle room because they kind of, they pay, they, they pay congressional people you know what I'm saying? Through lobbying and all this other shit to kind of support and, and back them. You know what I'm saying? They they become a protected class. We not a protected class because we just don't fight to be a protected class. That girl who got shot in the chest in Ohio by that cop. You know what I'm saying? Pregnant chick. Hmm. Got shot in the chest by the cop. They they ain't finna put out no anti no uh no black hate laws and no shit like that behind that. We just gotta eat that. You know why? Because we don't we don't we we're the we're the bullied in this scenario and we don't stand up to the bully in the in a, in the way that that makes a difference mm-hmm. so I mean, so the, yeah. these types of scenarios like what you experience is a, is is a lesser form of that exact, exact same extreme well, whereas like people people kind of like know that ain't nothing you going to do about it unless you unless you know how to do something about it so you put your foot down like no nah, I'm going to need you to move your son though for real though <laughs> you know what I'm saying I need my yeah. oh, some real shit. I need I'm gonna need my seat. I paid for it already. Right. And, and then, then give me and the it, knife eyes the whole fucking and that's fight. fine. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's fine. That does fuck nothing to me. Fuck, fuck your, your kid. kid. But, yeah. I my headphones on while the kids was crying yeah. the whole thing. I was like, I guess we just yeah. listening to J Dillon the whole way. Right. Yeah. Like, you want you want careful. shit to change? Be careful because if you keep staring over, I'm gonna say some shit to you that you ain't gonna like. On my mama, and you could record it and post it online. Yeah, yeah. Or you, know you may saying? like it, and we may have to do something while your kids sitting here in the seat. Because the crazy thing is, is like fear mongering is a big part of why all of this shit happened the way it is 
anyway because people are afraid of getting canceled. People are afraid of losing their jobs or getting ostracized and on a social level because they're standing their ground. But you can't have it both ways, and that's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Like you can't have you can't have it all. Yeah, you can't yeah don't don't ways. don't offend people and then not expect nothing to ever happen. Like you're offended, I'm asking you to move your your child out of my seat, but I'm offended you got your child in my seat. Right. In the first so now place. so so now we're in a standoff, <laughs> and I and I'm not backing down. So now what? You know what I mean? And that's how it go. But see, also we got people who will back down, mm-hmm. and they, and and they and they take the they take the power out of the fight, and then and you got people who won't back down on the other end who will fucking shoot you. They will right. they will so fight they you. They will you know what I'm saying? The yeah, they're taking it, it too far. You know oh, so I'm sorry. Hey, Matt, can no, you pause good. this for a second? Because my the reason I had to turn my phone around is because for some reason it's not charging and it's about to die. So can I let me fix this real quick? And, and we'll be back shortly because of Creed needs to charge his phone or iPad. She definitely added a. a so she, she moved out there had, with you. Yeah, she out here with me. She's been out here since the 19th. Okay. Came out there, got it, and came right back. Spent three hundred dollars at a dispensary and shit. What dispensary did you go to? Uh, it's out there in Lansing, right across the street from the mall. Uh, there's one over on South Chicago. I don't hear nobody saw, talking about that one. I, 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 when I was riding through the city, because I went, because my dad's birthday was on the 18th, they had his birthday on the 19th, so I just stopped through the house and said, said what's up to him and hit, hit the road and shit. And uh, I saw a bunch of dispensaries and shit. I was like, damn, the city really lighting up right now. What in Chicago? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of them when I was there. So I was like, damn, well, I brought my weed from Cali, but shit, I keep taxing these niggas. I know you're charging too much in there. Man, my pops, man, this nigga gave me a, a edible. That's a single fucking edible. He didn't even tell me how many grams was in it. So I took a little nibble off of it, thinking, all right, I'm going to just go in here and take it slow on this shit. You and, uh, Nigga, I went ahead and finished it within the hour, though, right? An hour and, later. And so, we, so we ordered some food. We went to go pick up the food on uh 76 and Hostess, some shit like that. A little fish spot. We went up in there and grabbed some food. My girl was with me. Yeah, yeah, there. My little sister had just got to his crib. While we standing there waiting on the food, that shit kick in. So I'm like, okay, I feel a little high right now. Get back to his crib, start eating and shit like that. The music going, everybody talking to me. And it didn't even occur to me how high I was until I stood up to go piss. Like the, it's like the whole room stopped. <laughs> like I was like I was moving faster than light in my head, my nigga. I was so motherfucking high. And this was this had to be this had to be like right around like 1 30 that afternoon. Oh so I got, shit. I got over, so I got over his house around noon. So I say 12 30 is when I took the, the edible. So an hour later is when I kind of like really start feeling it. Mm-hmm. So and I ain't leave until like like 4 30 the afternoon and shit. I had to hit the road. So uh I figure, well, I'll wait till about 4, 4.30 because by right. then, shit. You should be good. Man, nigga, I was high all the way back home. Oh, yeah, you going to so, Nigga, I was so fucked up. I was like, oh, I wasn't even fucked up. It ain't, it ain't like a weed high. Right, 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 right. But it got that weed high feeling. 
Yeah, you know so like I'm just—it's not I'm the just, complete wee high, but it's—it's it's a high because it'll have you yeah. like stuck. It'll, it'll have yeah, you. And, it, and it, it's like it ain't uphill. It's about right down here. Yeah, and it's like, so you could function. Just, you could yeah, function. Functioning. It's weird, right? But it yeah, fucks with I your would. motor skills, though. Yeah, like it makes you kind of like, because you know, like depending on the type of high, might because I think I'm more of a I'm more of a sativa person, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this THC came from an indica or what, but I could tell, like, because I don't get paranoid or nothing like that, but I'd be thinking deep about shit when I get high. It kind of helped my writing process when I'd be analyzing documentaries and movies It kind of opened my, my mind up in a way. But something about the way that motherfucking edible hit, my nigga, <laughs> I, I was like, I was going through, like, existential crisis. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what am I saying, doing with my life? Oh, nigga, my I was God. Like, I was thinking deep as fuck, and I was like, "Yeah, like I, it wasn't a bad high. It was just real different. It was like, right. and it was a, it was a longer high. It, it sustained longer than I, it needed to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna put that many grams into an edible, and the edible is just the size of a fucking dime, my nigga, you put too much in there. You know what I'm saying? You can't like you, that. There's no reason for one of those. Can you imagine you, somebody you gotta, just you grabbing a, a handful? Of, oh, let me get two yeah. or three of them. Shit. Yeah. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shout out to the girl, young lady I dated who didn't listen to anything that I ever told her. Just oh, that's what she did. Just grabbed a handful. Was out here on the roof naked. (laughs) Well, anything. Shit, I would think that hiding under my covers and shit, eating everything out your refrigerator and shit. Always thirsty. No, she had a panic attack. She is that paranoia. That yeah. paranoia. My sister, my sister attack. said that. My older sister said she ain't. She said she ain't never smoking no more. She she was smoking before I me. Mean, she said she ain't never smoking no more. She said that she had uh, smoked something from a dispensary and that shit had her as panic and she was like really going through some shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what I'm saying sometimes I think what it, like, you think about it. A lot of this is GMO. Mm. You know what I'm saying it, it, and it literally is like most you don't get all these different strains of weed if you don't GMO that shit. Correct, that's true. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So like, even if it's you the, don't the grower itself, not in a big corporation, but a grower just combining strains, that's genetic and modification. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they trying and, to and create, that's, and that's a that's a selling point. You know what I'm saying? You got that exotic. You got that. You got that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they, that that blueberry bubble gum, all that old goofy shit. But like, if if the motherfucker selling it to you, if you don't know what questions to ask at a dispensary per se, and you don't like, hey, what what effects should I experience? Expect to experience on this weed, which most motherfuckers ain't going in there asking those types of questions. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just copying because the name is all cute and the and the little description they got listed there may not even outline all the all the different experiences you're gonna have because a lot of times they, they not... forget to p- put paranoia on there hmm. yeah exactly not forget they 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 don't they omit put... it yeah 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 they leave it out because you know they try to or they they find an alternative word for it to kind of make it not sound so bad the same way they did with uh shell shock now it's ptsd mm. Shell shock was the original word, and it just sounds so bad that they had to figure yeah. out a, diff- a different way to put it. Dude, it's so a, it was it's a okay. lot of words like that. Yeah, so it was okay for these guys to continue to go off to, to war. Oh, you just had PTSD. 
instead of saying they were shell shocked, then you probably should never go back over there and do that again. Oh, but even if you say what PTSD sound stands for, that sounds fucked up. That's why they make it a little acronym. Acronym, yeah. <laughs> acronym. Our acronym is way post traumatic stress syndrome sounds yeah. fucked up more than shell shocked, actually. <laughs> I don't know, does it? Because what are you, what are you, what's the post traumatic? What is it coming from? See, if I tell you, shell shock, this. we know what that shit is. I'll say this throwing the word disorder on it. That's, that's the part that, really, that's that's the part the that part. fucks with you. Right. Because it, 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 what it does is it's the implication that something ain't right with your brain. Mm-hmm. And now, now you, you're internalizing it. When you can call, when, when a person talk about being shell shocked, they can blame it on something. Correct. You know that's saying? why it's we have easier. to change it. So, so, but think about it like this: they can. I mean, you could live like you could live, grow up where we grew up, and a lot of us are literally what we would have considered shell shock based on our experiences, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Yes, yeah, PTSD. Yes, it's post traumatic stress disorder. But they had to put them words together to come up with that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? It, it's not. That's not a real thing. That's just what they're calling it now. It's just a label. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Certain there are certain diagnoses that that have been around hundreds of years, and then you got the new shit. You know what I'm saying? Or it ain't even necessarily. A, a diagnosis, it's just a, a a description used to justify the passing of drugs. On the subject you know of on the subject of cannabis, does it matter to you which strain it is, or does it all that matters is to you sativa hybrid or indica? I'm more the type than the strain, because um, I don't know. I it just I feel like. That's gonna give me more of an indication on what I'm gonna feel like versus the individual strain. I feel like I haven't ran into anything that made me be like, "Oh, I feel a different aspect of this particular feeling with this particular strain." It's like, is it indica? Is it sativa? Like, I do notice the difference when it comes to that. You know, because it's right. definitely a difference. Like, if you more have a head high than a body high. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. That's more from a marketing standpoint, almost the uh, anything else. Yeah, anything else. I was about to say the same thing, bro. I was like, I said it's more of a marketing thing than anything else outside of it. The actual type of weed that it is, which I feel like they're supposed to know at least that minimal information. Yeah, I like to go off the actual properties of it. Um, mm-hmm. I know if I'm going to do an indica, it has to be at night because I know I'm going to be, you know, I won't. I've tried that during the day. Um, You have to have some, you have to be pretty. You have to be a person that does that a lot to to sit around and, and smoke those, that, that type of stuff. Um, It's very powerful. And for a guy to me that likes to think and be aware of everything that's going on, be on his P's and Q's, you know, I kind of lean stay away from that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to I like to have a hybrid sativa, you know, so I can function and get a little body high. But uh, the indicas I'm a, I will mostly keep those for for night nighttime mm-hmm. uh, usage. Um, but yeah, I, the, all the names are cool. Only ones I've seen that that have a certain effect uh, and they kind of stick to by the name, you know, it's far and few in between. Like all of them do the same. All of them do the same shit. Similar, yeah. 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 And truth be told, I'll say this, like but when it burns regularly. Yeah, when it burns, like Blue Dream has a, a smell that's unique, unique to itself. If you if you ever smelled it, like if you mm-hmm. smoked it, 
left the room and came back, you can smell like the sweetness in the air and all that, all that uh, like Fruit Loops type shit that you can smell when you come back in the room. But that's that, those are the rarities of them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but for the most part, you know, it's all like you just going by name because someone else, like you said, six. They GMO the shit out of it. You know, they turned it into to something that it ain't gonna never be anymore. And now they just named it something different. But all of it is the same. Like, okay, Gorilla Glue might be different. The smell of that is different. Mm-hmm. And then think about it like this. Gorilla Glue might not... Gorilla Glue in Illinois ain't the same as Gorilla Glue, glue in Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then on top and, of that, and, there's and like who, eight versions of it. And who would know? And who would know? Who would, who would know? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, wow. if I smoke... If, if I'm smoking where my local is, you know what I'm saying? I'm smoking wherever I'm at at that moment. So if I never make it to Colorado to see what they Gorilla Glue hit like, or if I do make it there and I smoke it and I'm like, oh, this don't hit like the Gorilla Glue I know. In my mind, the shit I know is the authentic. I'm not, I'm smoking it and I'm not getting the same high or the high effect is so completely different because they named a fucking Sativa Gorilla Glue instead of an Indica. Mm-hmm. It's all, you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's up to the, it's all, it's all fucking just speculatory. Yeah, marketing. It just keep you interested. And most most of us are brand whores. Anything that got a certain name on it, we're gonna try it. That's why that's why Ciroc is so popular. You know what I'm saying? Ciroc is probably not even a it's not even a mid-tier vodka. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But buy that one. I like Tito. (laughs) Give me some Tito's. That's another that's another brand. You see what I'm saying? Or or what's that other one? Uh Stoli. George. Uh, George Clooney's uh, t- oh, Casamigos, yeah, Casamigos. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. what before before then it was fucking Don Julio. Before that it was right. Patron. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like we don't most you ask niggas who've been drinking tequila the last for the last few cycles, which one tastes better? They couldn't even tell you. No, they can't. Mm-hmm. A tequila they that I like, a tequila that I like, and I think people should check it out. Maybe you may like it. It's called John Basil. Hmm. I like the Anejo and the Reposado. They're both yeah. good. Okay. Check out John Basil at a liquor store near you. And if you're in Chicago, check out your local Vinnie's. John Basil. <laughs> Sponsor. Hey, he gonna, hey, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna be like, you did that for free? You did that for me for free? Thank well, you. I have a, a case show up at your house. See, I see what you're doing. Hey, you get a, if you get a bottle, <laughs> if you get a bottle, you know what's up. Hey, yep. hey. hey, six, you know how how I do, man. I know. <laughs> yep. I know yep. too. You know, oh shit! You know, yeah, too. Shit. And, and y'all know what's yep. up. Y'all yep. know what's up, mm-hmm. man. Shout that shit out, John Bezos. If y'all never tried, I'm telling you seriously. It's, no, it's I'm, gonna decent, check, I'm gonna check it out. I'm, yeah. I'm in the land of tequila out here in California. I'm sure hey, they got check them. Check them out. Check out John Basil. Get that uh, nail or that mm-hmm. reposado. Wrapping it. Wrap. Wrap. Wrapping it. Anything else y'all want to want to y'all want to throw out there? Uh I feel like we covered a lot today. A whole actually. lot. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> this was a really good episode, man. Commend you, brothers. It was some good conversation. I was, I, even my tiredness, I couldn't even yawn but two or three times. So I think that's yeah. very well, we rolled the tape me. back. We will see that you yeah. yawn more than two or three times, sir. <laughs> I feel like I was super engaged because I was very, very like 
into everything everybody was saying even more so i will so, say I mean, you didn't give us a big ass dope fiend nod like normal <laughs> but you froze up on my end i didn't hear what you said what did you say i said you didn't give us a big dope fiend nod like you normally do oh my God. <laughs> hey creepy over there like <laughs> <laughs> then he'll pop up out of it like yeah uh i i thought the same thing <laughs> hey that shit is true though yeah you do I, on one it's of the uh, actually... clips on one of the clips i put in there i was like watching he about to do a dope thing now. it's <laughs> actually more so that i'm be super 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 tired we know that so i know that you know i know that y'all know but it's okay i i'm gonna let y'all Gone, have your fun. With got that. to, um, got to. I got to. It's gonna, it's gonna have to happen. Yo, I grew up in the Chicago public school system. This is light work for what roasting is. So Man, I'm, this I ain't nothing. Sure. Hey, creepy nodding off like he been on the run for the last five days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he, like he got to do his Malcolm X and check the windows and shit. For real, and then he gonna go catch catch a couple of winks. Right, right. <laughs> I'm asleep by the door. Hey, sometimes you gotta <laughs> catch catch them, catch your sleep wherever you can, man. Hey, for real, <laughs> for real though, man. Hey, salute <clears throat> to you, my guy. Salute to you. Yes, sir. Hey, you a busy dude, man. You got the clothing, you got videography, you got photography, you, you are working, on, man. You got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. My G. Hey, let me say this. I'll tell them. I tell him myself when he was here, we he was at when he had came over my place about toward the latter end of that night. I nodded off on him. Like, man, I'm out. It wasn't <laughs> like I was trying to, I just did. Right, 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 right. He's like, once you sit on this comfortable ass couch. Oh, absolutely. I know I fell asleep too. Shit. This, oh, you did? Stuff. I didn't even know, man. I nodded we up. Both, I was watching. We both was asleep. Okay, you know, we had the tacos. It was a wrap. <laughs> tacos, that strawberry beer that we had. Oh, that. Beer, I man, I gotta figure out how to get that shit here. I gotta like, what the fuck? Like, I I have never paid that much for beer and not been like mad or disappointed <laughs> in no way. Look, like look. it literally, because I was like, when he bought it, hey. when he bought it, you should have seen his face. I look right at his face as soon as it, as soon as they rung it up. I look right at his face, like uh huh, yeah, yeah. And oh, then we right. got back. He he was like, man, let me go ahead and pour this up. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, go right on ahead. I've had it before, so you know. No, it was like, so my first sip, bang, I was huh? like, "Well, son of a gun!" <laughs> so you can get like what a glass and a half for two people, mm -hmm. and it's strong, so it actually do what it's supposed to do. But it's more so the taste, like that, really just—it's a sour. Wow, like I—I I need to find that in California or something similar. So now I'm about to be on the hunt. I was just at a um brewery last night and I was like trying to describe that to them and they didn't give me shit that was even close. So I'll go in there again and like uh take a picture of it. I'll just buy you a bottle yeah, and send it to you. That and then some Jardinelle peppers because I cannot get them in fucking LA. I don't know. Really? Fuck they oh sad hurts wow. my chest. Something like yeah. that. You should be able to order. 
You can, but they be like the, the markup to order that shit is so insane. Like you could literally get them in Chicago for like three to five dollars, and you gotta when you order it, you spending like twelve still fifteen dollars. You still paying to ship a fucking jar. Oh, for shipping, <laughs> right? Yeah. So trust me, you think I ain't done it? I've paid too much for jar and pepper several times since I've been living out here for sure. When I'm really crazy, it's like it, but. Like I usually when I get there, I stop on uh seventy first at the uh mm. on seventy first state at the candy I store. I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I buy up all my Chicago shit that I like if I if I got time to actually do it. And I mm-hmm. I got a cooler that I keep. I keep that shit in the mm-hmm. cooler. When I get home, I unpack it, put it in my freezer. But so for the most part, it's like closer though, you only a few states away, so it's not. That's small. what I'm saying. So when you do make that trip, I it's need to you, ship it's either, it. Yeah, I should have shipped some stuff. And at Monday when I left, I had so much stuff I ended up having to do. I didn't get a chance to stop. You could either it. order it you or put it in your bag. It. Yeah, some of that I wouldn't want to risk putting around my clothes though, like to bring some of it back. So that's why I would ship. Like if I had, Nigga, work, I will. Like, I will bubble wrap that shit. Talk to I'll me. Bubble, bubble wrap that shit. Talk to and, me and, and put it in my bag. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. On my mama. It's way it, cheaper. Yeah, put it That's somewhere true. separately from everything else. So That's that even true. whatever position is in. Well, it, next time I come, I have to just be mindful that I just be over my I'll be bringing camera shit and all type of shit. So I'll just have shit packed to the fucking brim. So I'd just be afraid to like have too much and it's pressure on that. But the bubble wrap, it have to be that fucking super fat shit. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. My friend you know, brought some shit in the suitcase for me and had it bubble wrapped up. So, yeah. All right. I'm hearing, those. I'm hearing, I'm hearing you justify not doing it, but I get it. No, I, I just I'm talking, don't. I'm talking shit. I, I just didn't take the time because you got to get the supplies all this shit. And then I have such a finite time. I'll be running around trying to see Like he don't know how to shit. smuggle shit. Come on, man. Oh, trust <laughs> me. Trust me. If I want some <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, funny as hell, man. That nigga hilarious. Uh-huh. I mean, he ain't wrong though. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I know this guy, man, and he this guy knows me. That's why when he hey, says something, sometimes I don't say nothing. All right, I, mean, I ain't gonna right. feed into that. It, it was more like, so just like you don't know how to smuggle shit. You don't know how to smuggle shit, nigga. You do what you gotta do, nigga. Tuck that shit under your nuts. Oh my God! Now you get some jar in there, pepper jars in my nuts. Yeah, that's that's gonna work. Walking to the airport, that motherfucker smacking back, back, back. Everybody looking at his pants like, what? The Damn. Fuck? Okay, steel nuts. <laughs> steel nuts. And with that said, we are yeah. on our way up out of here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Profits Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Like, subscribe, share the podcast. Do all that great shit to keep us in the uh, algorithm and keep us going. And with that said, remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. Uh, You bitch you. We done.